This is the Roaring Elephant Podcast, and here I am with my co-host, who has no tagline, it's Jan. Hello, Jan. Well, I mean, I'm like uh, like Cher and stuff like that, right? No last name, it's just the value. Okay, okay, Sade. Um, <laughs> all right, so we are continuing slash wrapping up, hopefully, um, our session on uh, various different companies and their taglines slash um, company values. And, well, you know, one of the, the things that we are maybe talking to you right now on is YouTube. Tell us about, tell us YouTube. Tell us YouTube things. Apparently... For YouTube, the whole thing is about our mission is to give everyone a voice and show them the world. Okay, I like this one. I think this one is actually pretty cool. Um, like they provide a platform and yes, we all know that there's lots of ads in YouTube and all that sort of thing. I get it. But like, as long as you have some sort of camera and uh some sort of internet connection you can create a youtube video and as long as you have some sort of internet connection and some sort of thing to view it on you can view a youtube video and you can see all sorts of things that you would otherwise find it quite difficult to see and i i think this is actually uh I think this is actually pretty good. It's not bad, I'll give you that, but it's missing a couple of words. I would kind of rephrase it. Our mission is to give everyone a non-equal voice and show them the fake world. Because mm. the only way you get your videos in front of eyeballs is by making them line up some kind of hype or trend or whatever it's rarely about the real world anymore um, but yeah it is the de facto way of putting video content out there so i to, to counter this a little bit again i think this is i'm not telling you that you're holding it wrong but um i i use YouTube um, like I'm not one of these people that will just go and sit in front of YouTube and watch you know YouTube oh, recommendations you can't say you haven't um, but I use YouTube for you know, creators that I enjoy watching like I use it specifically to watch people that whose content I really enjoy and I use it um, to learn things that I am trying to learn. And usually that's through quite targeted searching. And that targeted searching is like is not the sort of thing that brings up the the sort of the the types of search or the types of content that you're talking about, which is all clickbaity and all that sort of stuff. Like, the one true hack that nobody knows, blah, blah, blah. Or you'll never believe what happened next. Like I, that's not any of the kind of content that I ever view. So 
I, I think I have, because of the way that I use YouTube, and I think I, I completely agree in terms of if I was trying to discover something for the first, like a, a vein of content that was new to me, for example, I think the, you know, you'd start off with quite a broad search and you're right, like you'd get the, the clickbaity popular stuff. But I think given a bit of time and familiarity with a topic, I think it's quite, I think YouTube does quite a good job of getting out of your way when you know what it is that you're looking for. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'll agree with you. I think curation on YouTube is the best you can get in any kind of public forum of information. And that's also to their detriment because YouTube has never made a penny for Google. It's always been a, a loss leader mm. because they apparently don't know how to monetize this thing. I mean, even the ads, a simple ad walk will get rid of all the ads on YouTube. That's yeah. why I, on my phone, on my Android phone, I will never use the YouTube app. I'm still just browsing and choosing a web browser because mm. it just blocks all the ads very easily. Mm. And I use it a lot to do product reviews. Uh, mm. But again, there it's all about curation. You have to kind of yeah. know which channels are trustworthy, asterisk, they're strangers. Strangers are never mm -hmm. trustworthy 100%, but at least you kind of <laughs> know where their biases lie. And if you follow them for a long enough time, you can kind of get into their way of looking at things and understand, okay, if they give it a five, then for me, it's going to be a seven or something like that. Mm. And YouTube is by far, I think, the best channel at the moment to curate your interests in a way that you can get actual value out of that. The issue I have is the problem that I don't go down the rabbit hole all the time. I start looking at something and I just go deeper and deeper and deeper. And before I know it, the, the sun is gone and uh, my beard is twice <laughs> as long and things like that. <laughs> but that's me. That's I, a me problem. Yeah. I, something that uh, I was just thinking about as you were saying that it is sort of the um, the the giving everyone a voice bit. Now, I, I must admit, Mike, my, my usage of YouTube is very passive in that I don't engage. Like I don't even, I don't like videos. I don't, like I, I subscribe to channels that you publish I get, an episode that I every enjoy. Week. Well, I do, but you're in um, uh, But I don't, I don't interact a great deal. And one of the things here about sort of giving everyone a voice, of course, is the, the comments on YouTube videos. Uh, and horrible. Uh, well, again, I think it depends so sometimes on on the types of videos you're looking at and on the types of people that comment on them. Um, the one thing that I do wish you could do, though, is I wish you could search the comments. <sighs> comments are... There's a steaming pile of garbage. You don't want to look uh, at those things. Again, largely dependent on the types of videos you're... Your, no, the problem is your that viewing and the and the content. I can get to know the the the, the person making the videos if I watch enough of his videos, but the comments will always be anonymous people spouting an opinion, which where I cannot add a value to it. So searching that, mm. if I wanted that kind of detailed information, I'll go on Stack Overflow stuff like that. Yeah, um, or Amazon and I think reviews. This is, and I think this is where it differs based on the types of content that we're viewing. But anyway. Um, but no, I, I like this. I, I think this is, like, what would you do to improve on this mission statement? I just did. 
Now, the one thing you can do is make it again a passive one so that uh, they're giving us tools to do stuff. This is an active one where they are making the world better and I can enjoy what they're doing. So that's the only thing I would say. It could improve it, but it's abstract enough. It kind of covers what they do, even though it's still an advertisement platform, blah, blah, blah. We've talked about that already at nauseum. But no, I think uh, on the whole, it's decent. Okay. But more funny, what would yeah. you have as a mission statement for YouTube? I got three. I don't have one yet, so ah. I'm going to have to think about one on the fly. So in that case, you get to go first. Okay. My first one is from a very, very personal feeling of hatred and despise because it is the next API will be stable. We promise. <laughs> I've totally given up on automating, uploading stuff to YouTube because their API, A, doesn't work, B, documentation is wrong, and C, changes all the freaking time. <laughs> and their Fair support enough. channel is Twitter, by the way. Enough said. Oh, God. You would at least think, I was going to say, you would at least think it would be something within the Google ecosystem. That's that the they problem. would have can they would have cancelled it, so that wouldn't work anyway. Uh, yeah, I mean, grateful for that. I haven't cancelled it yet, but it is an API like all Google APIs that are, unless you do the most simple things with it, it just breaks all the time. A second one is a bit about the whole change they made where you can, well, my, my, my phrase is, you can like, we can dislike. Because you can't do a thumbs down anymore, right? Mm. And that's yeah. making, I mean, that's the first step in the whole curation experience going downhill, I think. We'll see how that goes on. But they really want to have a stronger hand in what videos you get to see next. Because I want to put the ones that advertise the most at the top, obviously. So we'll see how long they can keep this a decent um, source of information and when it becomes just another Facebook. Yeah. Okay. Um, so my my one, and this is a little bit more ad hoc, um, learning about things you never knew you needed to know about. Everything you want to know about anything you didn't want to know anything about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's anything, that. <laughs> anything, Anything you wanted to know about things you didn't know that you needed to know about. How about that? The unknown unknowns. <laughs> yeah. It was the known unknowns. That. No, the unknown knowns. That, that's it. Yeah. Those. <laughs> it's a platform for that. Okay. Well, my last one is just about the comments. Spam is good. <laughs> I mean, that's a little Monty Python reference, of course. Indeed. Indeed. Moving All right. On Moving on indeed. To Dave's favorite company in the world. You can read that one. Oh, really? And for the people who are watching this on YouTube, I made slides. Yeah. So uh, let's see if you can get, if you're listening and not watching us on YouTube, let's see if by the time I finish reading this one out, you can guess what it, which it is. To inspire and nurture the human spirit, one person, one cup, and one neighborhood at a time. Yes, it's Starbucks. And of course, this now explains why there is a Starbucks on every single street corner um, in the US. That's because they're trying to make sure that every single individual little neighborhood um, is having its spirit nurtured. 
Uh, you can say that I do like the mission statement. I think it's warm, it's cozy, it's friendly, and it pretty much describes what they're trying to do. The only reference that could make you go to Starbucks is the cup word. If they take away that one cup, but just say to inspire nurture the human spirit, one person and one neighbor at a time, it'd still be valid, but you would have no idea who the company is. Which <laughs> I guess makes the bad value statement at that point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, I do kind of like it, the way they put it down. I mean, uh, as as much as as much as it it grates me to say so, like I'm I'm actually with you on that. Like we've we've had so many others that are just so dull and so <laughs> so businessy, bereft of any like feeling. Yeah. Um, and you're right. Like this is one that is it's about people. It's about um about that sort of that collective it's about um you know what it should you know what they want you to feel like when you're going to a starbucks store to to meet up with someone or have a go and have a coffee there or you know whatever it might be um yeah like i may not like their coffee <laughs> but their their value statement <sighs> It's it's one of the better ones. I'm I'm with you on that. Yeah, I'm not sure if uh, I wrote their name correctly because I put uh, capital B in there because their coffee yeah, is very expensive. So I did find it fitting that was Starbucks. <laughs> right. I did. I I thought you were. Um, I thought you were channeling Battlestar Galactica. Um, uh, um, no, 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 not uh, Tom Benedict. No, Tom Benedict. Is Benedict was the last name, first name. Was it Tom? No, it was. Um, what was Faceman's real name? I don't know. Doesn't matter. Uh, I, I do ever wonder where the name came from because it has box in it, which is money, right? There's, an, I have no other connotation with the word box than money. So Starbucks is like a coupon code kind of thing. Kind of save, save your Starbucks here and then exchange him for a coffee. I don't know. It's a mm. weird name. And then maybe, having the mermaid as a, as, a, as, a, as a figurehead, I, I don't know oh, how to put that together. That's a whole thing. That's uh, you can go and go disappear down a YouTube rabbit hole, understanding that, or just <laughs> read an article. Um, yeah, that's that's a whole that's a whole story. But uh, I mean, I think it does. I do kind of like it. I think it does fit with what they're what they want their perception to be. Um, beyond that, though, not my favorite, um, yeah, not my not my favorite company uh, by any stretch of the imagination. Company could have a bad reputation. I have no idea, to be honest. As a company. Yeah. Not, yeah, not, not great. I mean... I, I don't think it's as bad as an employer as some of the other places that we've talked about. Um, I think as a company, it, it's got a, let's say, an interesting relationship with its um, its coffee suppliers. Mm. Um, let's 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 leave it at that. Yeah, but, I mean, they're big. Um, that always has consequences, I guess. Yeah. I've never been to, okay. never been to Starbucks once in my life. Right. But you see them everywhere. Uh, not really. I kind of tune them out, to be honest. 
mean, I'm so used to seeing all the advertising on the street these days that it's just all blank space for me. Could just be the age, of course. Yeah, Getting that'd cool. be the glock over. Anyway. <laughs> all right, let's get to the fun part. What are what are our alternatives? Uh, well, I had one and then I had one I thought about today because I just read something. So the one I had originally was, we have no copyrighted coffee, so we can decide what it should taste like. <laughs> oh, well, doubling down on the whole taste thing, mine is ruining taste buds since 1971. <laughs> 1971? That did that old? Yep. Wow. See, that's the seconds of research that we did. <laughs> That you did. <laughs> All right. What else have you got then? What What did you think of more recently? Well, there was a news article that I read that uh, had something like the um, "Do you want something with that?" is the biggest uh, money maker of Starbucks now. So I changed it to "Do you want coffee with that?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The the whole kind of sort of bundling of other stuff with yeah i can see that i can definitely see that all right um mine mine continue on a, a certain vein and uh, that is burnt beans for all <laughs> hey some people like that <laughs> but this is what i'm saying both in in both of mine in terms of ruining taste buds and burnt beans they're literally they've literally conditioned people to expect coffee to be bitter and burnt and it it should not be and is not in the majority of cases oh, that's why dear. when i was at starbucks i got an americano which is basically a burnt espresso with extra water added to make it less bitter yeah it's like yeah. crocodile dundee says tastes like shit we can live on it <laughs> well it, it, i mean that's i'm 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 actually now i think about it i'm becoming more convinced that them making the coffee bitter was actually, I know the whole story behind it, you know, all that sort of stuff, but I'm actually now thinking maybe it's part of their money-making scheme. They make the coffee taste so terrible that you have to add all of these, caramel um, like caramel and, and pumpkin spice and, and squirty cream and, extra chocolate sprinkles and like all this other stuff to make it palatable it's not coffee anymore but but now it's bearable although you you will likely have diabetes so yeah yeah but that's just normal nowadays right i mean especially in america obesity diabetes yeah Gotta we are the neighbors come on we, we are growing as a species and i don't <laughs> mean that person in... at a time <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh dear. Anyway, all right. Let's move on. Moving on. Uh, yeah. Speaking of moving on and not spending much time on things, the next one is TikTok. Our mission is to inspire creativity and bring joy. Okay. Having our mission in your mission statement is kind of a bad thing to do, I think. But I'm on a mission to get rid of missions in mission statements okay that's a good mission love that mission <laughs> all about the mission um oh dear uh, so it's not I, bad not... it's it is it's all we can say about it yeah 
But they could have uh, worded better, I think. Again, making it active, a passive self active, not from their point of view, but making the you have a better time with your life, whatever. But and you must uh, agree that they did inspire creativity because when TikTok started, and same happens with Instagram and that kind of stuff, there was a lot of things that were new that hadn't been done mm. before that kind of inspired people to try things out. Yes. Um, and then they got popular. Yeah. I, I think that the challenge is that there's a... One of the things we were talking about on, on YouTube was about how, by and large, um, the content is pretty well curated, by and large. And there's, there's huge numbers of exceptions and all that sort of thing. I think TikTok is terrible for that. Um, I, I'm not a huge TikTok user at all, mm, whatsoever. I, I am aware of it. I occasionally get sent links to stuff on TikTok. Uh, and, and I, I certainly am familiar with seeing people, family members and other things like that, like using and seeing their TikTok experience. And it just, oh dear. It just the the this whole thing around kind of really short form video is problematic. Yeah, I think but you can't say it doesn't work. Eh, it doesn't work for me. How's that? I mean, Twitter was the same thing, right? <laughs> Twitter is the same thing: short attention span, yeah. but just in text instead of video. Yeah. Still, you need to read, which is an active thing. Watching a yeah. video is a lot much more passive. But I mean, the short attention span is a thing. It's it's out there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so they found a niche, they jumped in it, and it's extremely popular to the point that even other existing social media platforms like YouTube are also incorporating oh, yeah. something similar. I mean, yeah. YouTube, YouTube shorts, shorts, hate them a lot of them, mm -hmm. probably the first. They're here to stay, they're not going to go away. Yeah, yeah, and then YouTube wants to compete in this market. They, they want to own all things uh, all things video consumption on the internet uh, and this was a segment that they I think it's worse I mean they want to stop the uh, people leaving the YouTube platform mm. towards TikTok it's not that they want to yeah. do more they want to keep what they have because they're losing mm. to these kind of platforms at the moment yeah I think and that is very yeah I think we're saying the same thing but anyway yeah but I say better um, not, not that uh, short and make yeah. more words yeah okay anyway so <laughs> i think it definitely fits what they think i think it i think their their values like their mission uh fits what they how they want to be perceived i'm not sure it fits how i how i perceive in fact, I'm pretty sure it doesn't, but I think it, it fits what how they want to be perceived. It's yet, it's yet another ad platform, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, again, yeah. ads do not figure in the mission statement at all. We've talked about that already in previous episodes, but uh, yeah, whenever you want to make something disappear by putting a lipstick on, 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 a, on a pig, then you can't end up with a good, nice value statement. I mean, that's, that's the thing that, does, that makes a Starbucks one that good. They're actually selling a product. They make something they want to sell so you can make a nice mission statement around that. Here, you're trying to make people believe you're doing something good while you're doing something 
less good than they would think. I'm not going to call it bad because that's a value uh, value thing. But it's always going to be yeah whatever. And yeah, the bring joy is also a very bad one, I think, because uh, it's been proven now, I think, that things like anorexia and stuff like that have a bad self-image are being promoted mm. through things like TikTok very, very yeah. much. So bring joy mm, to who? To TikTok, I guess. Yeah, as I say, aspirational, not sure it uh, reflects on reality. But anyway, let's move on because um, obviously our attention spans are short and therefore what's the fun part um, yeah, we'll, we'll mix things up a little bit. I'll go first this time. Um, YouTube for an ADHD generation. Hmm. You're typecasting, man. That's bad. Call it like I see it. <laughs> well, my first is kind of the same in the same vein, but you have to pay attention. This mission statement is. <laughs> Sorry, I, 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 couldn't, I couldn't listen to everything you said. I had to move on to the other mission, the next mission statement. And I have a second one, which is very controversial. I'm not sure if you should say this, um, but uh, we need a poo says hi. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Well, you know, much like, much like TikTok users, we got no more time for that. Hey. Moving on, moving on. Let's talk about... Let's keep them for next time, because we're already running at 20 minutes, over 20 minutes. And <sighs> again, the attention span is short, so that is all this the is time true. we have for today. It's not our fault, this it's what true. our public wants. You can support this podcast, you can become a Patreon. Contributions do help us keep this valuable content in the air. If you're on YouTube, like, subscribe, notification bells are there, and very nicely built slides by me personally with logos and everything and text. I spent a lot of time on those. You can go to www.rollingoff.org. There's links to the Patreon page, the YouTube page, and information about the podcast. And you can well, sometimes follow us on Twitter using the at Rolling Elephant tag, although that's going to go away pretty soon, I fear. But nothing is lost. You can always send your feedback by email to podcast at roaringelephant.org. Until next time, my name is... What am I doing here already? And my name is a fan of actual coffee that tastes like coffee, Dave. And we look forward to talking to you again next week. Goodbye. See you then.